like that. New tricks. Oh, dogs. Old dogs. My dogs are barking today. New tricks. Can't find a bit of dog on planet Earth. It's the Old Dogs New Tricks Podcast. Here's Kaikuyu and Joey. KC and JP. All right, welcome in to the Old Dogs New Tricks Podcast. We are on episode 22? 22. 22. Already? 23. Was it 22? Yeah. Oh, man. I think it's 20, 22. I don't know. It's hard to remember. Deuce, deuce. Deuce, deuce. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, podcast where uh, we're ca- kind of old and we like to talk about doing new things, I think. I don't really yes. know. We're just still trying to figure <laughs> 22 episodes later. Still trying to figure it out. You don't you don't, you don't want to put it in a box, though. We got to let it you know, true. let it do what it do. That's true. Like Ray Charles said, make yeah, it do what make it, it do. Make it do what it do. So let's let it do what it do. Ah, nice. Uh, a little uh, uh, update from our last episode. Um, our last episode when we had Gary Hill on and we talked about, uh, you know, I, me knowing him since preschool and um, always getting him the, the gift I always wanted to give, which was uh, a gumball machine. And then we had a Halloween party over here and last Saturday. What what happens? Casey and his lovely wife Robin show up with a with a present for me and uh, Casey's holding it's not a gumball machine, he says every time. <laughs> it's not a gumball machine. These these fine folks got me a gumball machine. It was the sweetest thing you ever saw. Right, 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 right. And let me let me tell you about these fine folks. Me, yeah, I, I would say like, you know what? It's kind of messed up that Joey got everybody a gumball machine, but he never got one himself. Mm-hmm. But the way my brain works, it wouldn't enter my brain to say, why don't you go get him one? <laughs> never even crossed my mind. Just talked about it. Robin said, well, let's, let's go get him one and get him a present. I was like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And yeah, taking so, it too far. And taking it too- so, so, so that's that's Robin's doing right there. Oh, um, yeah, surprise, and, surprise. And it was almost not on time. She's like tracking it, and it was supposed to be delivered the next day. And she got on the phone with some. So she oh, didn't, damn. Did she tell you that? No, no. Yeah, yeah. It no. was almost supposed to be, and she's like, it's gonna ruin everything. So she talked to corporate. And they got damn. the mayor on the phone, and the mayor called the chief. Chief called the deputy chief, damn. and then bam, yeah. Well, I tell you, it was the sweetest thing ever. You know, it was a, even the wrapping paper was gumball. And Casey's holding it. Hold. It's not a gumball machine. It's not a gumball machine. Yeah, that was very cool. Very but yeah, cool. and and don't don't cool think for a second that I thought you had much to do with that. I I, I knew Robin was the was the instigator. Well, I just want to make sure she, props are given where props no, are no, due, she's man. A sweetheart. So yep. I, I appreciate that, and I I gave her a nice hug. Just you know. Not creepy, right? You were right. watching. So. No, no, a gumball machine hug, same yeah, thing, man. Yeah, yeah, something that you didn't have in your childhood, right? And then you gave right. her a hug, man. right? Yeah, it yes. was nice, man. Cool, it was nice. Cool, cool, so that cool. was cool. cool. That was a fun episode. We got a good episode coming up today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Old war buddy, uh, Jason Walton. Yeah, does comedy and everything. Retired from the Air Force. Uh, we were stationed together way back, so yeah, it should be a good right time, man. Looking forward to that. Yeah, That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. What, what else is new with you? new with me uh well we just i guess now halloween is over so that was fun we had a nice little halloween party that was cool yeah um i was uh i was dressed up as norman bates as his mother which was fun Mm -hmm. Uh, you know some of the kids they didn't didn't quite understand what that was youngsters like what are you supposed to be a grandma like no i got no i'm a man obviously wearing a, a dress 
and I got this fake bun on and a knife. Who do you think I am? Are you supposed to be the lady on the cookies there, Grandma Cookies or whatever? They don't Somebody know. was like, I got two, two of the young folks were like, are you Mrs. Doubtfire? I'm like, did Mrs. Doubtfire have a knife? <laughs> and am I I'm, am I fat? Because I thought I'm trying. Miss Doubtfire had like big, had hair, big hair, yeah, 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 yeah and glasses yeah. and all that. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. And you stupid kids. Hey, yeah, they don't know the classics, man. Yeah. So they must ask about Sonny's too, then. No, uh, yeah, some of them. They, yeah. They, but I think the birds is a little bit. I don't know. Her 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 costume was was I think definitely more iconic. So they knew they knew the birds. I think they didn't. Uh, mostly, they most knew, of them? most okay. of them knew the birds. And there was, I remember one, a couple of them said they knew the birds, but they didn't know Psycho. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Wow, wow, wow! Um, yeah, I thought it was standard viewing, man. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah, we had a good time, man. Um, you know, um, uh, it's good for Robin. You know, getting yeah. back out, yeah. trying to get back up into the swing of things, man. So, oh, yeah. yeah, and her costume was amazing. Yeah, yeah, Joker, the man. Joker, yeah, great. Yeah, that was cool. cool it was cool. The, the Jack Nicholas Joker too. It looked like with the flower and the, you don't you see you don't know. I don't, I don't know which Joker, man. It's just a Joker. Nicholson, Nicholas, yeah. Nicholas? Nicholas. I don't know. I get the golfer. And the golfer actor. and the actor. Jack Nicholas is the golfer, and Jack Nicholson is the actor. Yeah. Wait they get a load of me. Yeah. What's up with you, man? You uh, been on stage lately? Been any comedy? Yep. Did a few shows. I was in a comedy uh, contest. Yes. You were there? I was there. Uh, I won. Yes. This was really surprising. I was sitting there after the contest before the, because uh, they had the runoff and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, hopefully I get third. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Right. So I thought Nate won and I thought Miss Newman was going to come in second. Right. I was like, hopefully I get third. Then they called the third place guy up and I was like, oh, damn, yeah. I didn't place. Yeah. I'm That's out. it. I'm out. Yeah. And they called Miss Newman. Yep. Yep. yep, and I'm waiting for Nate to call, and then they said, uh, "He said, my man Kai Koo you." And I looked at Bill, and Bill looked at me, and I just stared at each other. He said, "Were well, you going up there or not?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, gee. oh my goodness, yeah, man." So, uh, well, you had a good set that night too. It was funny because you were talking before that. You were like, um, "Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a small crowd. I don't want, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it." Like, I would, man. man. You got to fake it. You got to. You got to fake it. it's everything up to the moment you step up there once yeah. you grab the mic right. it's like something switches and it's like let's do this you're here now there ain't no half yeah. stepping at this point man like like uh, i liked i you know and i i had uh i liked your set and i hadn't heard i hadn't heard you ever shorten that bumper sticker joke before yeah and, and i thought that the way you did it where you had the time it was perfect you know yeah yeah like you could if you had a longer set i think you could have gotten into the the old lady and all that but mildred but then that comes though from something that you said yeah when i said that didn't work that well at lumber house uh-huh. a lot of older people i was anticipating more older people there because the couple shows i've been there right it's elks man mm-hmm. you know what right. i mean so right. so I was like, I'm not gonna do that mm-hmm. for in front of older people because they may think I'm like in the end I'm the one I'm the butt of the joke. Right. But if you don't get it, you sure. might think I'm making fun of old people or right. playing Parenthood or something. So I decided I'm not gonna do that part based right. off a conversation we had ah. way back. Yeah. 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 So it worked out. And then you uh, you added in the, that new thing, the new bit about uh, you know standing up. Uh, for the young girl, yeah, and the way you did it before, I saw you do it at the at the open mic. It was a little bit longer way to get there, and you shortened it. It's like you know, making it more succinct to the point. It was good, man. Yeah, really good. when I did it at the mic, 
I just knew the meat of it, but right. I didn't know how I was going to get there. Okay. But so you worked like, it out. It's like, bye, let me go up here and right. see if I got anything. Okay, the meat's working. Now I got to figure out how right. to get to it quicker. Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was thinking that when I first saw that joke, I'm like, if you, if you stretch that out too long, people are going to catch on they're right gonna follow right. what they're going to they're going to hit your punchline before right, you right. you've shortened it to, a, to the point where it's like boom hits it red hits right when it's supposed to hit so yeah it was it, it was cool man glad y'all came out man nah, it, yeah it's fun to watch you uh you know and see your comedy evolve you know and and um to to hear similar premises and concepts but but to see them all you know get them all tightened up and, yeah and, uh, I, I you know i was not surprised that you won that night I was surprised. I was not because you know the 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 crowd was engaged. the 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 comedy that you told was really smart, and the judges were really into it. Um, I thought Nate's set was was Nate is incredible. He's a performer. He's man. a performer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was a little scattered. You know, he's you no. Know I'm saying, you no. Know I'm saying, he did that a couple of times. You know, what I'm saying, which you can kind of tell he was he was starting to he was trying to think about his next stuff. But it, even in the middle of all this, you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying, it was funny. He's man. funny. He's a character. Yeah, right? exactly. But I think what killed him was. He went over on time, and he then he told that 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 joke on that, 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 that yeah. people might have heard before. Yeah, like what did they call them? Street jokes or street whatever. jokes? Yeah, um, I had never heard that joke, so I thought it was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, it got a big laugh, man! It got a huge laugh, yeah. man! It got a huge laugh. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't. If if there's a criteria, I think they have to be clear on the criteria, right? On that, the judges, you know right. what I mean? Um, or, or put it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Hey, here are my three judges. Here's what we're judging on, but you will be penalized if if you get if you want to go that deep into it. So right. uh he he the uh Tim Pearson who puts it on, he said it about the time though. Right, he did beforehand. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, he said I'm gonna yeah. penalize you, so please when you see me come up there, be ready to wrap right. it up right. and everything. So right. yeah, yeah. And I mean, we were me and Bill were giving Nate signs like, yeah, right. like like cut, cut. Yeah. You know, you're gonna go over your time. You right. know. But I didn't think he had one over his time, but uh, I, I it, think that's what happened, yeah. It seemed like that uh, Tim was up there for a while. Like, was it? It, it okay. seemed like he, he he might have gone over but I mean if I was Nate it would be hard to quit because he was on a roll he was man. rolling People man were laughing, <laughs> yeah, the you biggest know. last of the night yeah. I think man yeah, uh, me yeah, too, me yeah, too. yeah and then he playing the harmonica mm-hmm. and people were clapping and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was entertainment man yeah, yeah and I had never seen I had never met Miss Newman before and she had me rolling too man she's she, she, she been doing this a while man yeah, yeah she's funny yeah, yeah. she had me laughing I did a show with her at Rock the Dot and I seen her somewhere else before uh, Seattle uh the first dark brew that they did mm-hmm. up there and uh yeah she 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 kills man everything yeah. different different that's I, I like the different styles sometimes i worry about sm- smart comedy mm-hmm. so-called smart comedy because i've seen where smart my jokes didn't work as well and then i've seen some real elementary stuff mm-hmm. like kill you know and that's in the contest i was thinking do i dumb it down mm-hmm you know, to go for the, I guess, cheaper laugh, or do I still challenge and make a person think? And I'll be true to myself. So. Right, right. So, yeah. So, well, uh, and also, I didn't realize uh, at that show, or maybe I didn't see the flyer, I didn't read it that much, but I didn't realize that the, there was going to be a headliner. Uh, and I didn't realize that in, even up until you know, I went to the bathroom and I saw a dude as I was walking out, and I'm like, oh, who's this old guy? You know, mm. blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, and then when, 
Tim introduced him. He's like, hey, put your hands together for Rod Long. I was like, wait, what? That's yeah. Rod Long? Because I hadn't seen him in so long, and he's, he's been kind of sick, so he looked a little more frail than okay. I think that, that I was expecting. And I wasn't expecting him in, at the Lakewood Elks either. You've seen him before. Yeah, man. He's he's one of the best local comics around. And see, I didn't know him. I but didn't know he, he, I mean, he's big. He's up there like Brad Upton. Kind right, of, right, you know? right. And, uh, but he's been sick, and there was this benefit for him a couple of few weeks ago for some of those Seattle comics that I know put it on. He has got like pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I had, fir- I had first seen Rod Long at my middle school at Jason Lee. He came and did a set for us at our, at our improv class because we had a, it was a drama class, but it was basically improv and, and stand up. Uh-huh. And he knew our, my, our teacher, Mr. Dennis McIntyre. He knew Mr. McIntyre. And he came up there and told the joke and I, jokes that I still remember. And I went up to him after the show, after the show at the Elks, and I was like, you know Mr. You know, Dennis Mac? He's like, yeah, how's Dennis doing? I'm like, I have no idea, but I was in his class. <laughs> I said, and you told a joke in front of the class. And I said, and you told some joke about, you know, the cows, it was a recall where cows were looking at you at like a, some dude driving a fishbowl. And he goes, yeah, man, that was my AMC Pacer. He goes, you remember that? I was like, I totally remember that. That's very I mean, cool. we're talking... I mean, what is that? 30, 30 years ago now. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, good man. Lord. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know who he was, and he talked. He came up and talked to me. Yeah, and I did my normal KC introvert thing. He yeah. was like, "Hey." That was funny stuff up there. Good stuff up there, buddy. All right, yeah, thank you. And I kept walking. Yeah, I could have picked this dude's brain, but I didn't. Yeah. And then, and then, I think he was getting ready to go on stage. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a headline either. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't. So yeah, so I missed the opportunity, man, right there. Well, and then and and you know the. It was so apparent that he was a, he was a pro, you know. It just from the second he got up on stage, he just made you want to listen. He just drew you in, um, and I love the fact he's like, "I'm in Lakewood now. I can say motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, isn't that funny, man? You're right. Because after all the comics out there, as uh-huh. good as everyone did, yeah. It was it like was a different next level. It right. was like, whoa. Right. I, I'm not even on this dude's planet. He was man. like, <laughs> just, let me show y'all how it's done. You know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And yeah, he took off his hat, uh-huh. man. That Quaker oatmeal looking hat that he had. <laughs> that wasn't that crazy, man. That like crazy. this straight. White, white, white hair. hair, black dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, what do you say? Because after his, his his radiation, came yeah, out, grew, grew back. Yeah. And like, I was like expecting him to take it off and be like one point twenty one gigawatts. And he's like, he's like, I got all these hair products, and he's naming all these black hair products. I can't use none of y'all. Want to come borrow some of that shit? Because I can't use none of it. Yeah, totally blew my mind when he yeah. took his hat off, man. And to think about it, he went through all that stuff, uh-huh. and it is a part of his act, now. right? You know right. what I mean? So that's that's my whole thing when people say, well, certain things are off limits. It's how you do it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, right. cancer in itself is not funny. Nothing funny about it at all. Right. But he figured out a way to make you laugh about right. a situation, you know, and, and everybody's laughing together. It's communal mm-hmm. at that time. So that was cool, man. Well, some of those, you know, those people have been doing it a while or those, those people who, who are just sort of have a knack, knack for it. You know, they can they can handle the, the tough topics. Right. You know, right. like if you watch a, a Dave Chappelle, you, you know, and mm-hmm. he can handle the topics that most people can't because he's just a master. Yep. You know, he's yep. just a he just knows his way in and out of, uh, you know, knows how to how to craft 
the jokes and how to make it you know most of the time like you said come back on you you know like it you end up being the butt of the joke right right you know? right right and so how do you not laugh yeah exactly people laughing with you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that was real really cool man really yeah. cool yeah shout out to uh to tim mr was it mr wonderful or what did he call himself mr personal oh mr personal mr personal yeah mr. personality yeah. <laughs> yeah mr personal yeah 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 he's a really uh good guy for the scene um he he has a, a genuineness about him too, yeah. man. That that he's on the up and up. Yeah. Not not saying other people are shady, or whatever. But they're, they're all the there's not a lot of strings attached. All the baggage and all that shit that normally comes with it with him is. Mm-hmm. Straight up, yeah. and a good guy, man. Really good guy. Yeah, it, it made me want to get up there and do it, which is funny because I don't. It doesn't happen a lot, you know. Oh, we hit up, Mr. Uh, Dang, this, man, that's in your backyard, the Elks, man. Know, you man. know what I mean? You I can, know. You might, you might be headliner. You know what I mean? At the Elks, <laughs> man. You I'll be like, I can drive five minutes. You know what I mean? Oh, all right, I'm yeah. there. I'm right there. in your backyard, man. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, we should get into our guest, man. Let's 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 let's, let's get J Bone on the phone, man. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to work, so maybe we should just add a little bit more. Yeah, all right. Well, let's get him on. All right. Let's get... What's his name? Jason? Jason. 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 All right. Okay, so here's our guest, man. Jason, why don't you introduce him, KC? Everyone, listeners, this is uh, Jason Walton, retired Air Force. I believe he's a senior master sergeant, such as myself. Might have been a chief master sergeant. I don't know. Um, yeah, we're going to bring him on, old war buddy. All right, we're going to get him on the line here. Here we go. All right, well, I'm going to give the... Well, we're still checking some levels. How are we looking, Joe? We straight? Yeah, I think we're good with you. Okay, okay. Well, before I give the background and everything, I'm going to introduce to you my partner, co-host, Joey Peppin, sitting here right here. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Nice to meet you. Oh, absolutely. I'm blessed, man. Good, good, good. good. And give the listeners a little background, because I just really gave Joey all your background right before we got right okay. here, man. So, so, so for all the listeners, the, the thousands, the hundreds of millions of listeners we got out there, Worldwide. Man. Me and Jason go way back. We were stationed in England together at a, a little base, RAF, Alkenberry, um... I was around 18, 19 at the time. I think Jason's around the same age, 20, maybe 20. I think you're 19. You're 19, 19 okay. 20. Yep, you're 19, 20. Okay, okay. Uh, in the Air Force, he's retired Air Force now. Um, he lives out in uh, Pennsylvania, which for some reason I thought he was in Nebraska, his home state, but he's, but he's not, man. Matter of fact, didn't a big storm just come through there? Y'all all right in Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah, no, we good, man. It's just uh, some wind and rain knocked over our little Halloween uh Oh yeah, decorations and right. postponed uh, Halloween till tonight. Oh, oh really? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, wow. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Mother well, I, nature. I didn't know either. Yeah, yeah. You just post. I was gonna just charge you to the game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I'm happy that, that Halloween's over now. I could just clean up all that shit in my yard. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some Twizzlers out there in your yard. Yeah, there was. So, Even the kids don't want that shit. <laughs> yeah. Nobody want nobody want no Twizzlers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So Jason, let me ask you Let me ask you this, all right? So they, I know especially the folks that uh were in the Air Force uh with me. Uh tell me a little bit about about like your your upbringing, where you're from and, and the main reason of why you joined the Air Force. Oh, okay. Well, uh, like you said, um, I'm from uh, Omaha, Nebraska. I usually tell people I'm from Central America. 
and wait. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. yeah. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, born and raised. Lived here from the age, from birth till I was 19 years old. Wow. I had a standard family, you know. My, my mom and dad was married until they passed away and uh, lived in the same house. I can go back to that house right now and everything. So, uh, yeah, that's like I said, it was pretty consistent for me growing up. Uh, didn't get in too much trouble. Just stand a little Midwest kid and, you know, trying to keep up with the times. And what made me join the military was uh, I was I was working at Greyhound for uh, the schedules and fares department. You know, people would call and get the schedules for the buses. Uh-huh. And I, I saw a guy that uh, I was working with there. I saw him uh, off work. And uh, he was like 22, 23. He said, oh, yeah, man, catch up with me, man. I'm at my mama's house. And it hit a nerve. So uh, <laughs> before I before mm-hmm. I got uh, got out of high school, I had got accepted to the University of Arkansas mm-hmm. at Pine Bluff. See, I paused there, too. They kind of like, oh. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> but I know Arkansas Pine Bluff. That was my zone, man, recruiting. So I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Right. So I got, I got accepted there, but... Uh, my sister, who I was going to stay with, she got married to a guy in the Air Force and moved to South Dakota. So plan B was the Air Force, and I didn't I just wanted to get out of my mother's house. Right. I didn't want to be 22 years old living with my mother. Right. And, uh, right. The rest is history, man. I, I joined the military. And the funny part is, I, when I got to basic training, I said, I'm going to do my six years. I'm going right <laughs> back to my mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we all say. Yeah. But, uh, that's that's how it turned out. That's how I ended up in the military. So that's that's that's. I'm glad you said everything that you just said because here's something I always noticed about you. So yeah. so it was a crew of us that used to hang together, and all of us didn't necessarily work together, but somehow we all came together, and yeah. uh, you know we're 18, 19, 20 years old. You know we're you know bravado, male bravado, egos, and all that stuff. Jason was the first cat. That I ever saw, like in true khakis, like gang looking khakis. Okay, mm-hmm. right? his his was nice, like pressed, yeah, cuffing a crease. He had he had a blue bandana and everything. Oh, shit. Yeah, man, yeah. Oh shit. And, and but you know what I always noticed about him, like when we would talk, he would talk. Like we like a lot of us would talk about like our pops or whatever. Like uh-huh. yeah, me and my pops coming to blows and. And yeah, my dad, you know, getting on my ass, this, this, and that. Yeah. But when Jason would tell stories, it would be like me and my parents eating dinner together and stuff like that, <laughs> man. Yeah, and and it, it, I used to always sense like this, this this cat's got some normalcy about him. Like, like I don't know if he grew up like like I did or that, and I could always sense that about him. But I never knew it until he just said yeah. it right now, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, my dad was a uh, my mother was a. Uh, the voice mouthpiece in the house and my dad was just kind of he was the one bullet in the chamber <laughs> like I said you got 10 dudes about to, about, to, about, to, about to catch it with you and you you got one bullet my yeah. dad was that one bullet because don't nobody want it right uh-huh. Uh-huh. right, right. Know, so my dad was a deterrent in the house and uh, my, 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 father, my mother you never meet two more diametrically opposed people that were married as long as they were my mother was and I'm a perfect mix of both of them. So the jokes and the the, the lively uh, part of me, that's my mother. But the stoic, laid back, unexcitable part, mm-hmm. that's my father. Right. And so my daddy would have to, you know, he had to speed up to stop. <laughs> you know, he, he'd say three words to, he didn't really say words, it was more like sounds. He would say like, hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have a whole conversation like that, man. Hey, 
daddy, I got me a new car. Oh man, that's funny, so, man. That's funny. Yeah, so that was that was my parents, man. Yeah. So, so with with those, uh, you know, that stable uh, sounds like a stable home, and uh, you know, the two parents and all that. Um, it, were you not able to to uh, to rock the khakis and the crease uh, until you got to the Air Force? I mean, like, was that was that hey, uh, that? No, no, man. Or was your dad? Sure. Would he dad like you know kick your ass? You're like, take that uh, off. Check it out. So I lived in the north side of Omaha, where khakis with a crease was common. Oh, okay. Right? I just went to predominantly uh, white schools, so khakis on the crease was authentic to me and it wasn't nothing like you know you see some people get in the military they get away from home and they act different right 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 right, right. I stayed authentic so if you saw me in khakis in England you would have saw me in khakis in North Omaha oh okay so yeah, yeah that was wasn't that, yeah. Yeah, you could tell it wasn't a front. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. country night when all them dudes from like Philadelphia yeah. would show up to country night in a belt buckle and like a thousand dollar outfit and everything. Weren't we just listening to Nas and you telling me about, you know, yeah, but then country night to get good, they would all put on a costume, man, and go right. up there and everything. Yeah, so, man. So, no, mine was pure D. That's, that's one thing I try to be is authentic. Yes. So, as a, uh, as a, as a, as a young black man or black kid, I guess, uh, uh, in North Omaha in a predominantly white school uh, was were you kind of like a celebrity sort of like uh, Kaikuyu was when he was uh, say like if, if he's going to a Judas Priest concert or you know he's at one of those rocker concerts like the only black guy there so I mean like were you like a celebrity I guess now, yes and no because like I said I was in a uh, uh, mostly uh, African-American part of town just went to schools that where most of the white kids went. Uh -huh. So even in a classroom setting, like in the elementary school, I'll say, for example, where there was like 25 kids, I'd be like one of the four black kids there and one of the two male black kids. So mm -hmm. in that regard, yeah, I was kind of a celebrity. Plus, from birth to today, I was always kind of a, a clown, a cut-up, so I keep people laughing and, you know, make it fun, so mm -hmm. in that regard, yeah, but it wasn't like people walking up want to touch my hair or nothing. You know? <laughs> it's not like a, you know? a blonde lady in, in Ghana or something. Or yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like, oh, hey, there's Eddie, you know, let's go kick it, you know, and let's, let's go get him to make do some Eddie Murphy. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 yeah. yeah. See, I, I remember, uh, you know, when I was uh, growing up and um, my elementary school it, it sometimes um it seems like if there was a a kid who who was cutting up and 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 making fun and it seemed like the the teachers would always come down a little harder if it was a black kid you know because i don't know what, what yeah. the heck it was if if it was their you know looking out for him or you know right. trying to make him go you know fly the straight and narrow or if they were just plain racist uh but you know like <laughs> did they did you get a lot of scrutiny from the teachers you know like uh, you know jason no. you to, or were they you know i guess you know, actually, they were like they were like fans. Like they they encouraged them. Mm, okay. <laughs> so like, my classmates would go and say, "Hey, Miss Terry, uh, Eddie Eddie does this impression of uh, Eddie Murphy doing blah blah blah." Right. And so I would get put on front, and they would put me up in front of the class. Oh, I got to see this impression. And then they would go get the other teachers, and then the other teachers come oh, down. Shit. And the next thing you know, I'm a spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was the exact opposite. And then like come parent teacher mm -hmm. conference. You know, he's so quiet, right. like my daddy. But once he gets going, mm. you know, 
the kids just love them. So very it's similar. Kind of, that yeah. kind of dynamic. Good. Very, Good. very, very similar. So, so, so Jason, when did when? I just keep thinking about that Eddie Murphy bit, though, you know. And then I kicked him in the ding ding. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. boy got talent. <laughs> that was me. The boy first grade, you just show and tell, and I would bring like stuffed animals and do a puppy show. Hey, so Jason, when when did we first like meet, like face to face, man? What's your rec- recollection of that? Do, hey, do you remember or no? Yeah, yeah, man. Well, you might remember. I might not. So go ahead, lay it on me. Well, I don't know. I know what I remember, so it might be two different things. But uh-huh. I remember I was sitting. I, I had just got to England, and I didn't have a TV in my room, so I'd be sitting in the, the what they call that, the CAC Center. Or the Rec Center, yeah. The Rec yeah, Center, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was sitting there, and I see this commotion over to my right here, and there was like a couple, couple little girls or something came walking by, and you, I think you came out of that little rental store where they, where they sell the CDs and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And you saw him, and you kind of walked to the door like a little puppy missing his owner. Like, see you later, Brittany. And I got up next to you and did the same thing. Like, hey, Brittany, I'll be right here tomorrow. <laughs> we just kind of looked at each other and laughed. We only did we slapped five. We just kind of laughed, and we went on about it. You left, and I went sat back down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I was at the um, post office, uh-huh. and the dude named Mark, I think his name was. Yeah. They, hey, what's, what's up, cuz? Uh, <laughs> who you be hanging out with, cuz? <laughs> I'm like, uh, nobody. And so he said, he told me to meet him at the rec center, and he's going to take me to kick it with some guys. And that's when I showed up, and it was your room. Yeah, you was in my, I came home from work, you was in my room. Yeah. I remember, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. And I remember seeing you at the rec center, but I didn't remember... <laughs> like by Brittany or what happened, man. But <laughs> that's what happened. Man. We we both stand up there. Bye, Brittany. Yeah. Bye, yeah. Brittany. <laughs> right. yeah, I remember that. And I remember, I remember. I came home from work. It was you, Mark, and Bruce. Yeah. Um, in my room. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't warm up to people. Like you right. know, I mean, but I knew you, but I didn't know you, right? Yeah. So yeah. they were saying something, and I said like a house party quote. Something from a movie, like a real obscure line, yeah, and you started laughing, and you kicked the next line right after that, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, man! <laughs> yeah. I love this dude." Was, the magic was born. Yeah, I said, "I love this dude, man! I love this dude, man!" Yeah, and then from from that point on, man, uh, I don't even think me and Jason ever like. Like every friend I got, I, not really beefed with them. Like some of them, you know, they only got in a couple of fist fights with, with the crew. Right. I don't yeah. even think me and Jason ever even got even in that universe of of conflict, did we? No, no, no. Never. I didn't think I so. Think we just had a natural organic yeah. chemistry that just it only fed to our energy together to diffuse any bad times amongst. Yeah. Uh, the, the crew there so yeah yeah never got to that point yeah because we were like family because like yeah. we would might spend the holidays with each other man right, i right. mean we were in the dorms you know what i mean right. and, yeah. and then hanging out and then uh we go to the clubs we got a our crew got a label somebody labeled us the trouble crew <laughs> and everything so 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 i don't even know if i mentioned jason actually to the to the listeners jason doing stand-up and doing comedy and so yeah. I, I was telling Joey, I think I remember your first time when you got up, but I wasn't there. It was like an no. open mic or something. And all I did was like the next day or later that night, I heard about how funny you were. And yeah. 
I remember people coming up to you like the next day and the day after, like, "Oh man, you gotta you gotta go somewhere with this." That was funny, and I th- so so tell me that story because I don't think I was there that night. Oh, uh, you know what? That that was uh, I think that was like a little sports bar or something down closer where my dorm was. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I live as, as my one boy. So I just live on the other side of town. Stank <laughs> Joe. Stank <laughs> Joe used to say <laughs> that. Yeah, down the street. But <laughs> so it was in there, and they had these like British comedians. Uh-huh. And so at the end of their set, they gave open mic. So a couple of dudes went up. Uh, I think the one girl. Uh, I forget her name. She was, it was this firefighter dude. Mm-hmm. It was her boyfriend. He went up, told some Superman joke or something. Then somebody else went up, and they, you know, they kind of got a couple of chuckles. I said, "Man, I can't be no worse than these cats." <laughs> and so, what I did was going back way before that. I had the first time I ever got on stage in life was in high school. Okay. So I took I took what I did in high school and I took it up there to the open mic and. I wrecked it, you know. I, yeah. I, 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 and uh, so everybody, you know, you had hit when everybody go the next day trying to tell the joke you told. Yeah. Before, and <laughs> yeah. it up. So yeah. I remember you coming to me. Moffitt was there. Moffitt. Okay. Moffitt was there. And he was like, oh, you want to be something with the big dog. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it got back to you and you said, man, I wish I'd have been there. And then, uh, no, Bostaff, that big dude used to work with yeah. trying to tell a joke. Yes, yeah, yeah. Bostaff is the one that really yeah. kept talking about it. He was telling me about it, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, who, that's who told you and you came kind of confronted me about, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, I think we were hanging out like earlier in the day. Yeah, we were. And, and, even up to the point, and I, I think I was at the main club, and you might have went home or something and stopped there. I don't know, or maybe you knew what was up. I don't know, man. But yeah, it was. I can't remember. It was on. A, it was on a weird night, like a Sunday or Tuesday or something. It was right. a regular hangout night. Maybe yeah. like a day before a holiday or something. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a uh, open mic at a bar on a on some random <laughs> yeah, Sunday or a Tuesday right, or something. Right. Yeah, man. So then after that, you know, you did that uh, the one time. Did you did you actually like pursue it? You know, from that that from then on, were, were you like hooked after you got that those laughs? You're like, okay, now it's on. Well, like I said, the first time I got up, I did for high school, and I did it for the kids at school, and then the parents that night. Mm-hmm. So that was like the first time, and I'll say this now: any writing, any comedy I do, I always give a writing credit to my. Uh, my best friend who passed away a few years ago because he helped me put that together. Okay. We took a, we had an amalgamation of the stuff that we came up with, a couple of little bit of Richard Pryor bits up in there, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I took that and I was a hit, you know, then I got pushed into doing some, this thing called AXO before, like I said, before I even got in the military and that was nerve wracking. Because y'all know as comedians, you know, a, a room full of laughter is comforting. Mm-hmm. But if you got to do it in front of, like, one person, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, that'll yeah. shake you up. Yep. So, so anyway, to answer your question, uh, it, it, I just knew I could do it. I knew I had something I could work with. I had, like, a foundation. But I never just really took off with it. And then until... I didn't do it again until like uh, I got to Grand Forks, North Dakota, and they had like an, uh, a talent show at Apollo Night, and I was one of that my one of my best friends up there kind of forced me into it, and I did it there. So it's been real stagnant. I didn't get I didn't get like a following until 2005. Hmm. 
2005. I remember seeing like a flyer or something for you. Yeah. yeah. That was uh that was when I was in Arizona. Okay. And the best thing that happened to me was bombing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we hear that a lot. Yeah. And you say that why? Right up. You say that why? I say that because it, it made me stop taking for granted that every time I grab a microphone and talk into it that it's going to be funny. Right, right. And uh, it made me also uh, take stock of my place in, all, in the big picture comedy. I did this show in front of a very honest African-American crowd in downtown Phoenix. And uh, God put me on sight unseen. I got to Luke Air Force Base, and he was active duty master sergeant. And he was a—he had a comedy, he had a promotion company. Him and some of his other friends, and he couldn't make the gig, and they was paying. And he had—he told me to fill in for him. It was thirty minutes after a talent show that they had downstate downtown in Phoenix. They should do a thirty-minute set, sight unseen. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, wow! Unseen. And I bit, you know, because for my days of being an MTI. You know, my trainer would be like, hey, you're going to teach Colin Wright from a Hulk today. Right. Okay. You didn't be like, um, I, 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 no, you just, okay. Right. So you jump on it, you know? So anyway, I went down there again, like I said, I took for granted everything I said was going to be funny. And uh, my mom was there and everything. But where I got off, in hindsight, where I got off on the bad foot, I came out like they were there to see me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. I had arrived. So I started taking pox shots at the audience and, uh, oh man, and I, I should have reassessed that whole thing. It's like <laughs> people in there knew me oh. and two of them was me and my reflection. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then the crazy part was in doing the talent show, they would jingle your keys instead of booing you. Oh, really? But I was after set. So people start jingling their keys at me. <laughs> 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 the lady, the lady, the host, the, the lady that was running the thing, she gave me the wrap it up sign. About <laughs> five minutes in. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. How long did you actually do that Man, night? And I would tell you, y'all know with comedy, if you're doing well, I hours seemed like five minutes mm-hmm. if you go yep. bad oh my goodness seemed like two days oh. yeah <laughs> like, like, I told somebody that one time I said yeah I did a show at Jackson's man I, I spent about two hours on that stage one day you know yeah. <laughs> right right. I spent two days up there one day you know? so, <laughs> it's bad when it's going. so that, that hump and then right after that I had to do another show same dude gave me another show it was for a guard unit down in Tucson and you got a bunch of drunk people at a combat dining out or dining in and mm-hmm. I, I that's when I had a, I got a deeper respect for prop comedy because I tried it and failed Ooh. Oh, okay I, I, I really appreciate Carrot Top and Gallagher and all them dudes now mm-hmm. <laughs> you tried it why what made you decide to just, just tr- I, flip I, it I up and but my original form didn't work down down at the first show. Oh, I got you. That. Okay. So I said, well, let me try this. All right. And so uh, after that, now what what was worse than bombing, and I don't know if y'all can appreciate this, was I got paid. <laughs> you got paid got to paid. bomb. <laughs> yeah. And if you appreciate doing what you do for comedy, you rather get them laughs. The laugh is <laughs> the payoff. Yep. Yeah, pay yep. them out to the pay. So them people paid me totally like five hundred dollars to do ten minutes of bombing. <laughs> and the happy part about but what I learned from that was I took I took the stuff that got off in those rough times. I recalculated, recalibrated myself for about six months. And I took that stuff that worked in those two shows that went epically horrible 
and I came together with five minutes that was rock solid. Right. And they, yeah. and they put me on on the next show and on the bass. And it started there. And I started re, re, reevaluating my approach. Uh, I stopped cursing. I was going to say, did you start clean? Because I know you were working clean because I was asking you about that. So did you start yeah. off clean or, or no? Uh, I, I, yeah, I did because I was doing it for school. Okay. But, uh, and then when I got into a, the first time I heard myself actually use, you know, drop an F bomb on stage, I felt exposed. I was like, oh, <laughs> that don't even sound right, you know? So, right. um, and the reason why I, I stopped because I had to calm down and quit panicking when it got quiet. Mm. Yeah, so maybe yeah, yeah. It forced me to think of something to say that was clever. I'm still, mm. de- I'm still working on dealing with silence, man, and not, yeah. not interpreting it as a negative thing, you know? Right. It seems like, you know, if, you, if you're struggling, if you've got silence, you know, dropping an F-bomb or, you know, yeah. something like that, it's easy to, it gets kind of a cheap laugh, so. Yeah, yeah. Right. What's, what's, right. what's, what's amazing about you working clean, though, is a phrase that I use to this day, I say it because Jason said it all the time, and now I say it, so, there are certain people when they walk in the room, like a partner, uh, Chino, uh-huh. Jason would never clown him. He would always give him the impression that he's going to clown him, but he never did. All he would say is, oh, look at this motherfucker right here. And then we would all laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't even say anything after that. And it was just like, like, look at this guy. So now when somebody says something to me or whatever, or like, hey, you know, say you, you're trying to one up me, oh, look at this motherfucker right here. Right, right. That's from Jason because he said he said it yeah. almost every time certain people walk into the room, man. So, yeah. So when you tell me you're working clean, I'm like, man, I cussed this to this day because of you, man. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I, I, I thought about that earlier today because we used to do that together. Like, we'd be standing there and people would have some trepidation when they see us together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, yeah. Were, we, we were both seeing at the same time and say, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't even done nothing. Done nothing or nothing, man. That's how, and the thing about it with Joe, we were young. It was like we were in college, but we had all this responsibility of being in the military. So right. you, it was right. you could go party your ass off, but you better be at work. Right. That right. next day there wasn't no skipping class right. or whatever. And so because and it was a collective of dudes, it wasn't all like it was, it was white dudes, Mexican dudes that hung with us, everything. Yeah. You know, Chinese, we, Asian dudes, man. And uh, strange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They first they started calling us a Rainbow Coalition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then somebody yeah. labeled us the Trouble Crew. And they messed up when they labeled us the Trouble Crew because uh, we kind of embraced the name, right? You know, right. and we didn't, we didn't, we didn't do a lot of stuff. But Jace, tell me if you remember this night that um, when you walk into the club, that is this yep. too big. This a, a big open way that looks out until you see the bar, you see the dance floor, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's natural to stop right there and right. scan it, scope the scene, see what's up. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Let everybody yeah. see you. You right, see what's right. going on. So if I'm there, me and Jason are standing there, and then somebody else comes from through, and then another person yeah. comes up who knows. Next thing yeah. you know, there's 12 people there kind of blocking right. the doorway. Uh-huh. There's yeah. this black oh, bouncer, older black you know bouncer. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. <laughs> there's this older black bouncer. I don't remember his name. He was military. If I yeah. find this dude, I'm going to hug him, and I'm going to apologize <laughs> to him because, because yeah. we just gave this dude so much shit. So he comes over. We're standing there talking. He says, my brothers, my brothers, why must y'all congregate right here with all these people? You know how it look with you black folks standing all these people. Blah, 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 blah. So I said, man, why must you 
fuck with us every time. So he grabbed me, put his hand on my shoulder. He said, oh, you know what you're getting ready to do, right? Kick me out of the club, right? <laughs> he kicked. That night, I think he kicked out almost the entire club. We ended up having a party outside the dorms yeah. based off of how many people he threw out. Then somebody went back to the club like, hey, they're having a party outside this dorm because yeah. we all got yeah. kicked out of the club that night. Right. Man. Yeah, I remember that. And you know what's funny? Because uh, it's funny you bring that up about, oh, you know what you get ready to do? <laughs> One night, man, I was doing a... Uh, I was doing like an open mic or something at a at a sports bar. And I got up there, had a good set, had a good time, you know, tried out some new stuff with some old stuff. Uh-huh. It worked out. And uh, the, the manager, black dude, he came up and he said, oh, yeah, you know what you get ready to do. And I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what it was all about. Yo, what's going on? I was like, nothing, man. Just, what's, what's <laughs> Those little, ins- and, uh, little personal so things. bring me back in the open for the headline the next show, but... Yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy, man. So <laughs> we 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 it, I remember laughing a lot. Uh, yeah. We spent a lot of time in the club. We used to write rhymes. Me and Jay was rhyming partners. Now Jay, here, here's a story. Here's a story. One of my I'll tell Joy about this. It's one of the highlights of my life. All right, I'm gonna tell the story, but then you can come back and correct me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're at the club. We spent a lot of right. time at the club, man. Yeah, so we're like so yeah, at yeah, the club. It was, it was work club. Work club, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Might do a little gym or something. Then back to the club, man. But we're at the yeah. club. There's a British band up there, right? They're playing. They're not getting a lot of love or whatever, but they're up there. And there's a lot of people there that night, too, but they weren't getting a lot of love. Um, then they played, uh, and I might be mixing up stories, but anyway, they played uh, Steve Miller, like the Joker or something. Mm-hmm. And Jason said, oh, man, that's the Ghetto Boys, right? Because the Ghetto yeah, Boys sampled yeah, that for right. Gangsta Love, right? right? right. So we yeah. started, like, kind of getting into the music at the table. The more we got into it, the funkier they got. Oh, okay. So next thing you know, they're playing like, you know, and then after a while, we were just clowning, like, because they were playing like this old James Brown type, right? So we're clowning at the table, dancing or whatever. And then at some point, they're just going off. They're not singing anymore. They're just doing, you know, just riffing, boom, 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 boom. And then... Uh, the dude said, uh, who can rap? Who can rap? I couldn't understand what he was saying, right? Who can rap? Who can rap? So then yeah. partner Bruce said, KZ, he said, who can rap? This is your shot. And I yeah. turned and Jason looked at me and we both ran up on stage, right? <laughs> one, of the, one of the guitars moved out of the way. I don't remember what I said. Legend has it. The first thing I said was motherfuckers when I got up there. <laughs> I don't. I know I had to say something clever, man. I had rhymes for days in my head. Yeah, we had the dope lyrics, so I know you I didn't say that, lyrics. but that's what everybody yeah. said. I said <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I remember that, and that memory was kept like superseded by another time. Okay, we got up on stage. All right, because I remember that vividly. Now that you, you know, yeah, that you uh, talked it out and when you sent it to me. Uh, but the time that I remember, uh, it's two times actually, uh, that was just like, oh my god, get me out of here, dude. So <laughs> we got on stage, right? And at the time, there was this cat, man, this army dude, man. He, he had uh, put a CD out or something, yeah, and uh, he had his little entourage, you know, it was him, his lady, his Don, dude. Don Juan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don Juan. Yeah. Like his height, man, you know. Yeah. And this dude never said, and he just had a hat <laughs> oh, and a glass, shit. and he just walked off stealthy, and I'm like, who is this cat? Yeah. And uh, so we up on stage, 
And, you know, for the sake of the story, I'm going to tell it like it happened. <laughs> t- t- tell it like so it happened, man. And uh, the dude, Hughes, was playing the beat. And I, 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 do my, I drop my little 16 bars or whatever. I pass it to KC and say hi about shit. And uh, first thing out this fool mouth, fuck that one. I don't care if you here. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. That was the precursor to that movie. Uh, what's that movie? Uh, Black Sheep? Where, where the kill white. Kill white. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That was, that was by that moment. That was just like everything whoa. stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that Kanye. George Bush does doesn't care about black yeah. people and Mike Myers like, like oh sh- woo like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah I remember that man he yeah. was a big dude this is the you needle know, scratch so. everybody stops <laughs> and, and it yeah. wasn't and it wasn't even I, I remember that and and see now that I'm older wise and more mature all I was that was really like me saying I'm a better MC than right. him but it didn't come out that way <laughs> that. uh, that's how very incendiary the way yeah yeah I know man I, I, I wasn't know, as polished I, I, didn't, I didn't mind uh, <laughs> popping somebody in the mouth but uh, right right know. right <laughs> yeah 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 and then the other time that stood out with us rapping um, we'd stand there, we used to stay in that same place you described earlier where we used to congregate mm-hmm. right there in front of the, the bar there and we have a little cipher going. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I would come to the bridge through crews. I had like the MPF crew, the post office and, yeah. and the cops. Yeah, the cops, so, yeah. Yeah, so I had I kind of bridged the gap between them two. So it was some cop dudes hanging out with this one dude named Chris. <laughs> and uh, I'm standing there and he like... KC is doing his thing. I'm there to do my thing. I keep hearing my man in my ear, pack it to me, Jack. <laughs> like, and while I drop this, I'm going to pass it to my boy, Chris. And this fool say, my dick. I like to sit. You say what's up? Then I say what's up. Everybody just stop it. Uh, <laughs> worst, worst, worst rhyme ever. You know what? And you know what? The beat, because somebody was beatboxing, and then somebody yeah. was humming the melody, and we were doing the, uh, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, do 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 yeah. And that's okay. I like the shit. You say what's up? And yeah. I say what's up, dude. And, yeah. and you still remember the words. Yeah, I remember. The line. You don't even like that language. You don't like that D word talk, man. I remember just man. like, I was looked at him like, come on, man. Like, I was really? Like, I like, after that, we're like, I'm going to get some Hennessy, man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he, he shut the cipher down that night. I, I, I couldn't handle all that, man. Damn. So, yeah. yeah man. It's always one guy. Pass it to me. <laughs> Pass it to me. <laughs> Pass it to me, Jason. <laughs> so oh, he, must, he got he got a round chamber. He's about to drop it. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. So he touched ground. Jason, do you, do you still, uh, after all these years, do you still have aspirations of being an MC like my man uh, Casey over here? Are you still Absolutely writing rhymes? Not. No. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Anything you do, comedy, rapping. All that I equate to working out. And if you don't work out, you gonna be flimsy. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Now, my even my uh, when I left England, here's a following that. When I left England, I went to Grand Forks, North Dakota, and there were some uh, security forces guys I used to hang out with up there. And the one dude had like a had a drum machine and all this little mixing equipment in his room. So. Uh, I got up there and saw them doing that one day 
and flashbacks of me and my boy KC. I go up in the room one day and start dropping a little freestyle. And they're like, oh. And so they were switching the beat up. Like, uh, what's his name do? Sway do the five fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kept switching the beat up, and I kept flowing to whatever beat they put on. So I got the, I got the uh, handle of the chameleon, infamous chameleon, because you know, I, could, I could match whatever beat was going on around Right, me. right, right. And so I get up there, man, and I was like the, the forefront of this crew when it came to freestyling and everything. And we put a couple of recordings together and stuff like that. But everybody saw PCS, and so it, 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 you know, it dissipated. And yeah. I didn't really pay much more mind after that. So after about 96 or something. Yeah. Can you still freestyle, man? Absolutely not. Yeah, me either, man. I try, I, I try I so tried, hard, man. man. I, I, I got depressed. I'm like, man, I couldn't get the first word. It's, it's, the second word. it's like you said, you got to work out, man, because we used to sit and we'd write all these rhymes and then we get on stage and we were freestyle the whole time. We would never yeah, like kick yeah. the rhymes that we wrote. We would just come right, off the top right. of the head and, and we did it so much. I mean, we were we were good, man. We were good, and yeah. I couldn't. I could give you about four lines before uh, before I start cussing and ad libbing. Yeah, yo, what's up, my can? <laughs> you say what's up? I say what's up. There's absolutely nothing that goes with house. Exactly. I'm a exactly. exactly, man. That's cool. I'm still a dreamer, man. I'm still gonna make it, Jay. I'm gonna make it. M- yeah, man. M- yeah. M- M- MC old ass or something, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, give me a cheeseburger and a mustard. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, <laughs> not for my cholesterol. Hey, so your comedy—I know we're jumping back and forth here—but yeah. your comedy style, your voice, your comedy voice. Your, you know, what would you say for for those who never heard? Are you a one liner? You tell stories? You combo? What? What? What's, um, what's your voice? I'm a little bit of. I'm a, a nice little combination of all that. Now, I mostly tell stories. Mm-hmm. I, I I have a when I after I did all that that epic uh, uh, fat man and little boy Hiroshima Nagasaki out there in Phoenix. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got some feedback from the first three to five minutes I did after that on bass, and the guy was just he just told me, "Hey man, it's your story. Tell it like you wrote it." Uh-huh, you know, yeah. it seemed scripted the way you did it tonight. Mm. So I took that same three, five minutes, put another couple minutes with it, and I told it like I'm talking to you right now. Right, right. So right. Uh, it, it felt real organic, real natural. Didn't seem like I prepared myself uh, or none of that. So that that's why, you know, my storytelling along with my uh, my animated facial expressions. Yeah. You know, sometimes my uh, my my physical comedy part of it is uh is all you know all goes into the mix and start finding like you said find your cadence and your voice and, and waiting. You know, you got to wait sometimes. The best show I ever did was downtown Phoenix at this place called the Celebrity Theater, <clears throat> and it was a uh, it was like an uh, uh, Apollo type of setup. And the same dude that's been rocking with me this whole time, he said, hey, man, they're giving $500 away and a featured uh, act in the next Best Damn Comedy Jam, which was the name of the show. Uh-huh. So uh, I, I I said, okay, cool, I'll do it. And I don't know what it is about when you tell me, I got to do some studies on the relation of me getting notified I'm going to do a set 
and the size of my prostate because I got to pee all the time because I, <laughs> I got to go on stage <laughs> the time I get up there. Oh, but anyway, my man, he told me, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, okay, it's going to be you and two other dudes. I had worked with these guys before, and you get five minutes. Well, I know the one dude I work with, when I got to the place, he was looking at a notebook. So I said, oh, okay, he, don't even, he ain't even... He don't even embrace his, his story right. in a notebook, you know? Uh, and then the other dude, he takes five minutes to get funny. Right, so right, right. It was just a matter of me putting together my best effort. And I went out there, man, and it was, you know, I was, we were at the beginning of the show, so people still milling around, getting their drinks, trying yeah, to find yeah. their seat, right? <clears throat> and I get out there and I start, and I noticed about halfway through, everybody was stopped. Mm. People stop ordering drinks. They looking over the balcony, you know, and uh, when they came out to, you know, and just like in the Apollo, the, the girl come over, she stand by the first dude, boo, you know, right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Then uh, she stand by the second dude who was more seasoned, so he could deal with the hecklers, and so he got through his five minutes. And I lost track of where she was, and then it just got loud. The applause was just deafening, and I'm not even exaggerating. And she was on my right side, and she was pointing at me, and I won. Oh. And the, the bad part about that was I, I was getting ready to go to Korea in a couple of weeks, so I never got to do the next show. Oh, man. And the, and the rapper for the next show happened to be my favorite dude, Big Daddy Kane. So I was like, oh, oh. so Oh, but, man. That's how that went, man. Yeah. And, uh, had a little following, but people would come to the base to see the show, and uh, I wouldn't actually be performing that night. They said, are you going on? And I said, no. Nah. So, oh, man, we came to see you. And what made me stand out was you put me on stage with four or five other dudes that's cursing up a storm, and I'm the only dude that don't curse. Right, right. Hmm. Yeah. So you might get you might get hell damn an ass out of me. <laughs> right, 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 right. Ooh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's hell damn an ass. See, that's that's good. I, I'm just getting to the point of appreciating um, that the crowd the crowd being engaged. Um, yeah. Robin will tell me that a lot. Kids will tell me that like the feedback well they were with you like just compared to everybody else you know the crowd was with you they were listening mm-hmm. so this ain't no damn lecture man I don't want them listening man I want right, laughs right. laugh laugh right. laugh right. give me more laughs but right. I was at a uh, open mic Sunday but this was more like a music open mic at a at a Blue Note um, uh-huh. like a live band and everything people get up there and sing and everything and but you can do comedy there and uh yeah but the singers were like like singers up there. I thought it was a record sometime. That's how good the singers oh, were. That's yeah. the type of yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's just it's grown and sexy and everything. I'm like, I'm not getting up there telling no jokes. But then this kid got up there, and uh, he did five minutes, and mm-hmm. people were talking like he didn't yeah. have. They he just lost them right from the beginning, no. and they right. were, nobody helped him. Nobody booed him. They just ignored him. Right. They just yeah. And that's yeah. that might be worse than yeah. Ben Heckled. Or, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Give me something. Start talking, man. order drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It made me say, "All right, maybe I do need to appreciate if they're not talking (laughs) or in drinks." Why, why, why that? Yeah, right. Here's here's what happened with me, man. And it was like they would have uh, when they would do those shows on base. They would have two sets. Then they they have one set. They have an intermission. Then they had the the guest. Then the feature act and the headliner. Right. Mm -hmm. So what my job came to be was the the closer for the first set. so I moved from the very first dude to the very last dude right. the first set. But 
the the peril in that is if those first dude, first two or three dudes don't have the energy to maintain the crowd, you got to stuff the crap back in the horse when you get up. Uh-huh. So now I can't even warm up to him. I got to hit him over the head with right. you know, right, right, get their attention, right. And uh, some clever because I remember one time I did a show and over in the corner it was at, it was at the base club and over in the corner they had the like the NBA finals on. So I had to compete with the NBA finals <laughs> oh, that's playing fun. in the corner. After these two dudes, the one dude's name was Tampon Man. <laughs> T- Tampon Man? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, he put a lot of dude thought into that Tampon. name, didn't he? Yeah. He was like, ah, oh, <laughs> let me see here. Yeah, what can I call my shit? Uh, you know, nobody else called they so Tampon Man. That'd be so. edgy. That'd be edgy. Yeah. yeah. Cutting edge. And then he had on the shirt that said, Paris Hilton gave me herpes. Goodness. Like, wow. Goodness. Boy. Wow. So, and then you the can't make dude, that up. He sold electronics at the BX or something. Mm. And so he looked like uh what that dude Gal not uh Nakis, whatever that dude used to be on uh, MTV, little fat kid. He was Andy Milanakis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I told him, I said, Thanks, Melanakis. Yeah. <laughs> All I gotta do is stuff the crap back in the horse now. So when I got up, mm-hmm. it was funny because I was in the back, I was like trying to pace myself. All right, man, I got about five minutes before I gotta go on. And then I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, this fool getting ready to bomb. Damn, I gotta go up now. So I run up to the front and that was that was always that became my role, the closer for the first set to kind of get the energy back in the crowd. Right, and, right. Wow. Uh, You're the, the life. Comedy's nothing without energy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy's everything. Attitude You're the, energy. The, the freaking life support, man. They've been like, uh-oh, call Jason up. This place is dying. <laughs> right. <laughs> Clear. And that's like, unfortunately, they didn't bill it like that. Like, all right, okay, I know we lost y'all, but this dude about to get y'all back to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that's the worst and, fashion, uh, yeah. Right, you know, my heart already beats like a money counter, <laughs> yeah. and you go say that, and now you know I have I have no out, and comedy's not like acting because there's only one response. Yeah, you know, right. yeah, right. yeah. So, uh, but I found out a way. I remember one time I forgot. I just because I like to segue. I got when I put my acts together. No matter what bits I put together, I find a way to segue yeah, yeah. transition them together so it's smooth. So I keep the crowd without breaking. That's all your. That's your Amron leadership school and NCO's yeah, public man. speaking training right that's there, the baby. That segue, baby. Yeah, yeah, man. So <laughs> one time I got up there and it just got quiet. Remember, I told you I used to panic when it get quiet. Uh-huh. And it got quiet. What happened was I forgot what I was going to say next. So. I said the next thing came to my mind, which was real. I said, I'm waiting on the same thing you're waiting on. <laughs> I'm waiting on me to say something funny, too. You know? <laughs> and it, it got him back into it. Yeah. And then I, you know, then I talked about that for a minute, and then my memory was jogged, and I was able to finish out my little, yeah. you know, my, my uh, 15 minutes. But, you know, you got to... People like, you know, when you do comedy, you got you know, it's all about quick wit and stand on your feet. And yeah. Mm-hmm. People ask me, do I write? I said, I've never written anything per se. Like, you won't find a notebook with nothing. You'll find a, a list of ideas. Right. Because hmm. right. it's my story, so. Oh, okay. And so you don't write it all out, no? I don't, no, no, because yeah. I did not be a slave to memorization. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So you just go up so, there with with your ideas and kind of like flush them out yeah. on, on an open mic or whatever, and whatever works you yeah. keep and all that. I, right, right here in my closet or in my bathroom or something. I get an idea, or while I'm driving, yeah, 
my problem is sometimes I don't be somewhere where I can jot it down or say it down. I say, oh, I remember that. So right. I probably got about 5,000 jokes I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the biggest lie a comedian will tell themselves is, oh, I'll remember that. I don't have to write it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Nah, no, you won't. Nah, just like every password. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. you know yeah, what I, mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I know that. I remember it. Next thing I know, you got to change the password. And so, like, Jason, are you, still, are you still doing comedy right now? I mean, are you in the scene somewhere? Or? No, no. Uh, good in front of you ask that. Um, I like I said, I still come up with my material. You know, I, I stay, I stay loaded, uh, coming up with ideas. But uh, when I was doing comedy, uh, my mother passed away in two thousand eight, <clears throat> and uh, before I would go on, I would always call my mother because, like I said, I have, I have, as you know, doing all the comedy and everything, I am an introvert, mm-hmm. very much so. So. Uh, getting up on stage is a tremendous chore for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. It's, it's uh, and so my mother, I would call my mother, and she would just have it would just be calm, <clears throat> and she, you know, I'm right here with you, and you get up there, and you know how to do, you know what you're doing. And she would say nothing spectacular, nothing epic, but it was just the fact that she was on that other line. Right. So when she passed away. I kind of lost my my energy for it, hmm. but again, like I said, I kept preparing stuff. I, every time something funny would pop up, I jot a little note down. So I'm gonna put that on stage one day. Right. And so, uh, the closest thing I've done to actually getting up on stage, I think I alluded to this on Facebook a few days ago, was uh, I would do some hosting. Mm. And when I was deployed, <clears throat> the, uh, I don't know if the guys, when I was a first sergeant, when the guys would, um, whoever I was replacing, they would let them know about, you know, who I was and what I, you know, what I did, what kind of things I do. And mm. I got over there and they said, well, we need an MC for the uh, birthday meal. And uh, they said, well, we got a comedian in our mix right here. I'm like, how the hell you know that? You know, <laughs> so, who told you that? You know, and so, uh, the wing commander, he was at the first birthday meal and said, uh, you'll be doing this until you leave. <laughs> and so I was the host for every birthday meal, every anything that they had, you know, uh, award ceremony, right, anything right. that they had. He was so intrigued by my, you know, my, my ability or whatever. And that's how that is. But as far as active now, getting in the game, nah, I don't even have a... Uh, I haven't even looked into a place to go and I'm mm. out here in DC and all that stuff area. Do you think, um, you think, I mean, after, I mean, it's been 10 plus years. I mean, you think, uh, you got, you're going to, you're going to have that itch here pretty soon or, you know, you ever going to get back on or, I mean, I, I'll tell you what, man, uh, the, <laughs> it's a condition going on around me personally that, yeah, you know, I got to have an outlet mm-hmm. of some sort. So I'm sure at, you know, once I settle down and find the perfect time to, which you'll never find the perfect time, right. or get myself ready to do that three to first three to five minutes after all these years, I'm sure you know I'll get on up there. But here's something, man. Like, I see. I think you. I remember you saying you you had took some comedy classes or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and then there's people like myself who just kind of got a, a natural knack to just go in there kind of like you do the same way you just made it formal by taking the classes and everything yeah. but you know taking classes or just being naturally you know having a natural knack or being able to learn it on the fly uh-huh. there's one thing you can't teach and that's passion right 
So until until uh, that passion well up in me, I won't dare mm-hmm. get up there. Right, I won't right. be nervous enough. And if I'm not nervous, I'm not performing. And you can't fake it. You can't fake no. it. That's the thing about no. it, man. People see right through if you try to fake it. That's yeah. that's why I get nervous with small crowds. It's like, am I going to be able to get my energy up? And, you know, basically, like you were saying, you would stage fright and talk to your mother beforehand. And you're thinking all these worst possible outcomes in your head. Right. But now I'm getting to it's like, okay, I've never just passed out on stage. You know what I mean? Right. I never <laughs> I never totally blanked. So now when I talk to myself beforehand, it's like, hey, you've, you've, you've done a set for... 10 people before and you survived yeah. it you lived and you actually right. had fun doing it so yeah. quit thinking this worst case scenario and right. get it to, but I still was like I don't know man I don't know if I'm gonna have my energy up I don't know man yeah. I, I still do it it's still funny do. man it, I'll, I'll see I'll see KC before a show and it's a small show and it, you, I can tell that he's got that attitude right he's like I don't know man yeah. I'm like and I'm like this motherfucker look at this motherfucker right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell him I say you gotta you gotta bring it man you know yeah. you gotta bring it and you, you always do, but you know. Yeah, but your head, you're just playing. Yeah, I don't you know, know why we do that as human beings. It's uh, for me, it's like this. It's like you ever go to an amusement park and you stand in line for 45 minutes, an hour. All you hear is people screaming on the roller coaster, mm-hmm. and you just like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then when you get up there and you get on and you get off that roller coaster, you're like, man, let's do it again. <laughs> but you got to do that right away. Yeah, if yeah. Wait another month and go to that same roller coaster, you're gonna be like, man, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> right, so right, right, right. Yep, very that, true. You know, if I if I could. Uh, if I, as long as I kept active and kept doing it, I was okay. If I went that same place I bombed at, mm. I went down and I got in the actual talent show and I won. I went all the way to the finals and I probably would have won that, but I, I decided to add something new and I didn't, I mean, I didn't do bad, but it wasn't as good as the other stuff. I should have stuck with what got me there. And, uh, so that was my redeeming moment with that. I get I know people, they wanted to pay me. I said, you already paid. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know? Well, that's funny because... So, I, I feel like I've got the opposite of that. Like, I, I don't, I tell Casey, man, I'm not really interested in, in getting up to that much. You know, I don't want to do all, put put in all the work, but then I'll go to a show and I'll be like, man, I should have been ready. I should have been up there. Yeah. 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 Joey took the, that's how we met Jason. Joey was in the class. We took a cl- the comedy class together. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And I think it's, it, it's not, one of those things that we, you know, he and I uh, probably didn't need the class, but at our age, I guess, you know, right. part of the whole reason we're doing the podcast, we almost like we needed permission. You're like, okay, you're funny you can do this you know even though yeah, yeah. and you know what else like I said I started I actually did my first shot at like 18 and right. so again I learned everything on the fly you know I learned all that stuff like a lot of the stuff that they might talk about in the class like I, I learned about uh, what that callback when you yeah, tell something yeah. in the beginning of the show and mm-hmm. bring it up at the end and mm-hmm. you know and all those different little nuances that go along with comedy I didn't even know I knew about but after hearing people that have been classically trained or you know been to some comedy class I'm like oh yeah I know what that is yeah and yeah. so it makes it a little different <clears throat> and I don't never want to sound like some know-it-all or anything because I just tell you what I know yeah the class the class can't teach you to be funny you know what no, I mean? It teaches no. you more about exactly what you're saying, the structure. Right. It, it yeah. teaches you about time and how to get into it. Because right. if I if I tell a funny story at a bar, 
right. and I got everybody's attention. I don't have to yeah. be funny right off bat if they're already yeah. invested in you know and attentive to me, right. and I could give them one big punchline for a whole eight minute story, and it's mm-hmm. a right. and people, hey, you're funny. You ought to be a comedian. You go do that same yeah. thing on stage that, that story, stage. and nothing, yeah. crickets, <laughs> tumbleweed, <laughs> man, boo. Yeah, you ain't nobody. Get off stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, so yeah. You're terrible. You're, ter- you're a bum. <laughs> 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 look, look at look at this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so it's funny you say that because there was a guy I used to when I used to do this little stuff in Phoenix. Then, like I said, I had a little following, man. Mm-hmm. Um, people would show up, they knew I was doing something, they would be there. And, but there was this guy I used to work with, and he was a barber. And I always tell people, some people are barbershop funny, right? People to take it to the stage, right? Mm-hmm. Right. This dude was a barber, and good thing I didn't clown him too much because, unbeknownst to me, I worked with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Cause I would always see her at the show. I never put two or two together. Right, right. So, uh, but cool. he would get up there, and he would just—it would just be tremendously horrible. Uh-huh, <laughs> Dude, uh-huh. did you even did you even <laughs> practice your stuff? I mean, you kind of just—you stumbled over. Oh my god! Yeah, like why are you here? If you didn't put why? the preparation, and why are you yeah, here? Man. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel the same way a lot of times. And man. so, but I heard one time y'all talking about comedy snobs or something like that. Comedy snobs? Uh, yeah, being a comedy snob. Yeah, you know, <laughs> podcast or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we talking? Well, I think Sunny, my wife. I don't want to be uh, that. I don't want to be that guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, gotcha. You know, I, like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. like oh my god, his, his timing was terrible. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, and you really gotta humble yourself. Yeah, and you just because everybody's in that together, and your best show could be your next worst show. Yeah, right. that set that killed to bomb at a yeah. different location mm-hmm. two days comedy, later, man. Comedy yeah. is very fickle, man. Yep. Very fickle. Yeah, yeah, man. It depends on. So, so hey, man. We, we before before we uh, wrap things up, I want to make sure I get one more sure. thing in. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't know if you know this or not. I'm gonna tell you about uh-huh. a fact about myself. Yeah. Um, we don't have to go into details, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been handcuffed by law enforcement twice in my entire life, and you were there both times. <laughs> the last time I was handcuffed. I was leaned over a a uh, a LE a, a cop Air Force cop truck yeah. on the front, and I right. distinctly remember looking at you leaned over the same truck yeah, yeah, in yeah. handcuffs. <laughs> 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 kind, of, kind of summing up our existence. Yeah, man, we had a good run. Dude. <laughs> I remember you looking at me like. Can you believe this shit, man? Just like disbelief, man. <laughs> yeah. This is our legacy right here, man. Yeah. Me, you, know. you, and Chino, right? Yeah. We, we disappointed a lot of people, man. We yeah. disappointed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. So that's so the beauty have, of it. That's the beauty yeah. of it. This man went on, retired from the Air Force, and I did. We were allowed to make mistakes but we're allowed to yeah. grow up at the same time. I mean, you had to want to grow up. You know, you had to want yeah, to mature but at the same time it wasn't like like we got this stigma though right. like if we were in the states and we want all that stuff would have played out totally different totally you know what I mean mm-hmm. totally different be close like this so. oh no no uh, who yeah. know? we probably would have gotten to like major trouble just from right just from GP people stuff, retaliating yeah. yeah you know what I mean right, like, right, right, like right. who knows man so I'm very thankful <laughs> that thankful that and um like I said man Twice in my life, I've been handcuffed, and uh, you were there. Yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you for being a friend, man. Thank, yeah, thank yeah, you for yeah. being. Thank you for your you service. Be, yeah. 
Somebody want to reassess this relationship. <laughs> I bring cops wherever I go, so I don't know, man. We might want to just keep it on the phone. Hey, yeah, yeah. check your car for a boot or a ticket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, man, but you know what? Like I said, man, it is, it's uh, one of the signing moments for me and my career and our friendship or whatever. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. And it just showed the growth between of the both of us mm-hmm. it was an amazing time man i was at i was at mti at lackland and you were in a recruiting school and i didn't know y'all were there y'all came to the parade mm-hmm. and i was i was an adjutant that day i was running the parade yep and uh you got to see me do my thing yep and for me it was one of those things like man like you said we got to grow up got to grow up man. we got a chance to grow up and there you are getting ready to usher in some of the finest and here i am training them yep and taking over a whole ceremony on my, on my command you know and, yep and nobody would have uh, called it nobody would have called it nobody. like that man. <laughs> nobody. nobody nobody you know you know what i really remember about that day there's no public display Play of affection in uniform, mm-hmm. and I saw him after the parade. Man, I was so proud, I was so happy. I went up to pound and hug him, and he shook yeah. my hand. And he, this mug lift weights and everything, and he pushed me off of him with the same hand like he knew I was coming in for the hug, but he did it real smooth. So, obviously, you had done it before. Yeah, he like yeah, pushed, yeah. pushed me back. I'm like, Mother, I'm trying to hug him, he's pushing me back, and he's just looking at me like, No, don't do that. No, not and then I was like, Oh, yeah, okay, that's PDA. I didn't even think about it. We're at boot camp, you know what I mean? Yeah, all around yeah. all these trainees and stuff yeah man right. so, it's a beautiful like day said, it was a beautiful day like hey man I, i'll come congratulate we, we do this at the bar right exactly yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> how long after y'all had met or you know gotten into that trouble how long was that since so, you know when uh, you that was man that was probably was that, that was 02 was that 2002 yeah. yeah that was like 2001 2002 Two? like so that. it was some seven yeah, six, seven so years later i had been yeah. down there a couple years yeah and then he came through on uh, cause you and Moffitt was there. well, I ended up yeah, at the same time. So that's the last time yeah. I saw you, talked to you. I think yeah, it was doing that trip. Yeah, mm, I yep. think you owe him yep. a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. up. You know, we might be like that Navy picture when the dude come back. Yeah, leaning, leaning. That's what I was about to do, man. I was so proud, man. I was like, my man, he's out there doing like this whole all these people, and he is the one out there. I was so happy, so proud, man. Speaking class, yeah. I was so proud, man. Hey, but you know what, Casey, man? Like I said, you know, y'all can wrap it up, man. I just want tell you i'm proud of you man i see you out there you are you know on the stage telling your jokes honing your crap appreciate it in the last smiling for the bitches <laughs> smiling for the bitches that's a move that's a movie quote right there he t- he did he threw a little fly by night me you yeah, hey, me you and you five other people have seen that movie jason that shit for the best look at this i mean you had to know when you, got me and you told me that that was coming one day yeah yeah smiling for the smiling for the bitches man. <laughs> <laughs> well all right man jay you all got right. anything else you want to drop on us before you go anything any, any shout outs anything you want to say to you to you because you're gonna be a celebrity after this i'm telling you once we post yeah, this man, man your ten, whole world changes son. tens of listeners check this out check this out just you know um after i did the little uh 
uh, hosting for the comedy thing for the airmen at Alfred Air Force Base like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, the, the professional comedians there, they were calling me up. You know, they wanted to work out with me and stuff like that. So I thought that was like, a you know, a, a, a shining moment. But I, again, every opportunity I get or every time something come up, I have to... Uh, I won't. I don't usually be around, but yeah, man, it, it, that, that is a definitely a gift that I'm glad I can hone. And if I can't uh-huh. do it, I like to share it with people who are trying to do it. So exactly, you know, when you get up on that stage, man, be humble and have fun. And uh, and what like you said, worst thing to happen is it didn't work out that time, right? And right, you know, be like one like Jerry Seinfeld, man. He treated it like a job. You know, most people write for an hour and go on ahead do something else. He writing the other seven hours of the day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Daily, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. daily. So it's always something funny. Never lose your sense of humor because that's innate to you who you are. So, man, it's been great catching up with you, homie. Definitely, definitely, man. Definitely yeah, appreciate man. you taking the time. Line. Yeah, appreciate it's you taking the time, man. And uh, shout out to the Trouble Crew. Trouble Crew. <laughs> All right, man. man. Look at these, these motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Man. All right, hey, Jay. Jason. It was it was nice to nice to meet you, man. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for coming on the show, man. For sure. Hey, no problem. I'll be looking forward to it, man. All right, cool. Be blessed, y'all. All right, All later. Right. Later. <laughs> Old Jay. Jay, man. Nice, nice catching up with Jay. Yeah, man. Talking to him, man. Yeah, that was cool. I hope, uh, I hope he gets back on stage. You know, pretty, pretty. I don't know about. I pretty think soon. he will. I think he will. Um, because he posted something. That's what he was talking about. And maybe he didn't go into it, but he posted something on Facebook mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and it was a memory. And that's when I found out why he stopped. I never knew why he stopped. He said, and he talked about that having stage fright. Mm-hmm. And uh, his mother being gone, and but he's thinking he's feeling like the juice is starting to flow and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, he we, he talked about being on this podcast ever since the Jerry episode. Oh, okay, and it was just a matter of timing. Um, okay, we'll set it up at some point. So I think this might be helping with the juices. Yeah, maybe to get flowing maybe. again too. You know, and um, you know, thinking about it. So what's yeah. with all our, our friends named Jason who's, who who quit comedy, right? <laughs> I think my friend Jason is a. He started the hit after we talked to him on a podcast. Starting to flow. I think the the, the the wheels are starting to turn a little bit. But there's a common theme though. Everybody says they never stop writing. Right. Everybody, even if it's right. just premises or whatever. So right. you're always kind of leaving that door open. Right. You know, David said, Dave Schmidt said the same thing. Everybody mm-hmm. said it. I always continue to write. So. Well, I, I I was saying to my wife the other day, I was like, oh, I was saying some, oh yeah, such and such, this would be a good bit or whatever. And she's like, I thought you weren't doing comedy anymore. I'm like, I'm not, but I'm right. I mean, I'm still writing, you know, like I still got an idea. Like I still have this idea that I want to, you know, flesh right. out. And right, right. She said, well, how are you going to flesh it out? You got to go to open mic. That's doing comedy. I'm like, woman. I don't know, man. man. It's a, you know, well, I think once you, it seems like once you've done it, once you understand, uh, you know, what that what that feeling is like to uh, to have a joke that you wrote get laughs uh, you know it's like chasing that dragon man yeah and, yeah, and not yeah. to say that I uh, you know I'm gonna want to pursue being on stage but the idea if the idea is in my head man I I need to write it down yeah you know? yeah 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 but you I'm, got to man um I came across some old writings of mine not that long ago like uh from when I was about nineteen. Because I had a boss who once said to me, he was my one of my first radio bosses, Ken Richards, if you're listening, which you're not. Um, he said, if you think it, ink it. 
you know, and I thought, oh, that's pretty good. You know, that's that, that rhymes too. Mm-hmm. So if you think it, ink it, and then uh, for what? For just anything, anything. anything. Like mm-hmm. if if you got an idea, you better put it down, or else you're gonna. It's not right, gonna okay. happen. And so like I, I came across some writings that I did in when I was 19, and there were bits, man. Like I had written stand-up jokes, but I never pursued it. Right. You know, it wasn't right. until, you know, here we were in our 40s. So you were 19 writing. 19 writing, but I never did anything with it. And what was your structure and all? You had structure. It was structure, that? man. Yeah. It was, I mean, it seemed like it, it, for, for first time writing, you know, comedy at 19, like if I had, if I had started doing that then. I mean, I'd probably be dead from a heroin overdose now, but <laughs> right. no, more, probably more of a speedball if it was me. Um, right. But yeah, you know, who knows? Like that's, I might write a movie about that. You should, happens. you should, you should, you should read a couple on the next cast, man. You think so? Yeah, maybe, maybe we should do an episode where maybe the next one where we kind of get back. Not necessarily comedy, but just does maybe no interview. I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe you go back and read a couple, man. Yeah, maybe. Cool. maybe I don't know. We we we, we, we toss that around. I, I didn't I didn't write my first joke until the class, so um, I couldn't go back. But I wrote my first rhyme when I was like seven. Nice. I still I still know it. Do you? Yeah, you want the what? Why are you looking at me like you want should, me to hear? You no, want to hear it? No, I think we should save it for the <laughs> save next it for the next one. Okay, yeah. all right. That's called a tease, everybody. There we That's go, man. Y'all tune tease. in, tune in, tune so in. y'all can hear Joey's yeah. first jokes and yeah. Actually, me. now I'm look. I'm, think, I'm thinking about that. I'm like putting it out there. Like maybe not. Maybe we not. don't have to follow through with it, man. <laughs> you know, no you know. Gonna I mean, nobody's gonna hold it. We'll do what you want, man. So yeah. Well, thanks to thanks to our guests, Jason. What's his last name, Mister? Walton, Mr. Jason Walton, Walton, Mr. Walton, Walton's uh, fam, Walton's Mountain. Yep. Well, I appreciate having him on. That was that was cool. Um, hopefully, like you said, we can get the those creative juices flowing. Maybe you can get him on, on stage because I, I just have a feeling the way he, he tells the story, like it would be very very entertaining. We should have like a show, like Jason Day. Yeah, Jason, uh, oh, the Jason. Jason. <laughs> yeah. You know, every everybody yeah. that that we had on, yeah, and uh, we meet and like. Omaha yeah. <laughs> do a show out there man just a show man we for, rent a theater and then nobody shows up juices, like, yo, that's what you gotta do do it big man do it big yep cool cool uh, alright well cool man we should wrap it up cause this uh, you know that was a long interview and I, I we don't wanna you know we wanna go two hours no no because I know up. y'all will still listen cause you love us so um, like listen yeah. to the old dog show yeah man there. drop us a line uh, you know give us a like a share following all that other bullshit definitely definitely let me shout out the trouble crew shout out jason shout out chino shout out dion mm. we call him dino he ain't like to be called that i don't even know why i brought that up <laughs> dino shout out bruce bruce and, and all the uh trouble crew affiliates was, as well that was barnes the, part of your trouble crew too nah, different base oh, different okay. base yeah right. yep, different right. base but i had just left barnes when I met Jason, so I still had that wildness yeah. of that Korea right. when I got to England. Right. Oh, that's right. That was Korea. That's yeah, right. that's yeah, right. yeah. So wrong, yeah, yeah. So, wrong country. Right. Yeah. But shout out, shout and shout out to all the loyal listeners as well. Yeah, we love y'all. Yeah, for sure. Especially those who, who I don't have to put out a post. All of a sudden, I'll look and there's already you know a bunch yep. of people who had already listened. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Maybe we should get some swag. Take this show on the road one of these days. You never know, man. Yeah. You never See, know. It's my my big dreams. And you never know. The, Big dreams and zero follow through. All right. <laughs> you got big dreams. You want fame? Yeah. Well, fame costs. And right here is where you start paying and sweat. That's the opening to the TV show, 
fame, kids, in case y'all don't remember. So I anyway. want to live forever. Mm-hmm. That's it. I got to give a shout out myself. Some production assistance provided by Doug Medlock, Roberta Solomon, and uh, Stevie Cripps from 660 Sound. Or 66 Sound. I'm sorry. I get that wrong all the time. I did some stuff for my boy in England, uh, Stevie Cripps, the other day. Uh, yeah. yeah. He does um, imaging for, for uh, DJs, you know, on EMD or yeah, electronic EMD DJs out there in England and, and, and the Netherlands, man. They're huge. Yeah, and that, so I'm the guy going, you're listening to Protocol. And these guys, <laughs> so yeah, he's mine. Does Stevie he's my come dude. to the States ever? Uh, I don't think no. so. No. But we keep talking about what happened. To, if he does, we'll have to get together. And I would actually love to go to London one of these days, but I don't know my work and shit. And I have no passport. And I got a felony. No, yeah. that's not true at all. I'm not convicted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, cool. Tune in next time to the Old Dogs New Tricks Podcast. All right, we out. Peace, y'all.